0: This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. Hurricane Ian made landfall Wednesday, causing catastrophic flooding over east-central Florida. Ian has weakened to a tropical storm. The National Hurricane Center forecasts life-threatening flooding, storm surge, and gusty winds across portions of Florida, Georgia, and the Carolinas on Thursday. The Seminole and Miccosukee tribes are working with tribal partners, including the Federal Emergency Management Agency and other federal departments. The Seminole Tribe's Hard Rock Tampa Casino closed Wednesday to all non-registered guests in preparation of the storm and will reopen when conditions allow. FEMA has set up supplies and personnel ready in different locations to help where it's needed as soon as possible, including providing water, meals, and cots. On Thursday, President Biden declared a disaster for Florida, which opens federal aid to supplement state, tribal, and local recovery efforts. Indigenous people in Canada and the U.S. are recognizing September 30th as Orange Shirt Day or Every Child Matters Day. The day is to raise awareness and educate about the harms of Indian residential schools in Canada and Indian boarding schools in the U.S. The St. Regis Mohawk Tribal Council in New York this week signed a resolution declaring September 30th of each year as Every Child Matters Day to bring attention to the ongoing dark legacy of Indian boarding schools, federally funded tribal. Church-run schools removed Indigenous children from their families and communities in attempts to try to assimilate them into Western society. Students were stripped of their cultural identity and faced abuse. Trauma inflicted upon children at Indian boarding schools continues to have generational impacts. The Every Child Matters Day in the community will be a day for remembrance, reflection, and reconciliation. Participants at a conference at Eastern Washington University this week heard about efforts to restore salmon runs in their region that were cut off when dams were built on the Columbia River and its tributaries. Spokane Public Radio's Steve Jackson reports.
1: Since 2014, the Upper Columbia United Tribes have been working on a multi-tiered approach to reintroducing salmon into waters of the Upper Columbia, including placing juvenile and adult Chinook salmon into rivers near Spokane. Habitat restoration biologist Tom Billado of the Coeur d'Alene Tribe says that initial step is an experiment to see how the fish do in water that's not seen salmon since the early 20th century, as well as to reconnect tribal members to the fish that was such an important part of their culture.
2: Some are just getting the kids out in the water, getting them familiar with salmon once again, getting them, getting the whole community actually involved, and getting fish in the water and holding these events. And, and getting that connection back to salmon that were lost so long ago.
1: So far, the experimental releases have seen some success. Tiny smolts managed to grow into juvenile fish on the Sandpoil River and Shimekin Creek. On Hangman Creek, fifteen hundred fish released at the Idaho border made a successful journey down the Columbia to the ocean.
2: We received multiple detections of those juveniles as they made it out of the blocked area down through the uh, Anadromous Zone in the Columbia River, and then. Two years later, adults started to show up. We saw two different adults come up and got detected on every single dam moving upstream and rather rapidly.
1: Billido says those experiments will continue, and it's hoped the salmon can continue to thrive in the Upper Columbia region. For National Native News, I'm Steve Jackson reporting from Spokane.
0: The 2022 National Tribal Leaders Climate Change Summit is taking place in November in Washington state. Native leaders are gathering to advance tribal climate change policy and action. Young people are also expected to examine the cultural, economic, and social challenges of climate change. I'm Antonia Gonzalez.
3: National Native News is produced by Kiwanaka Broadcast Corporation, with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by Vision Maker Media's ninth biennial Vision Maker Film Festival, celebrating together. The Vision Maker Film Festival will present five weeks of Indigenous films at visionmakermedia.org, October 10th to November 11th, 2022. Did you know 1 in 26 people will develop epilepsy during their lifetime? Or that 1 in 10 people will have a seizure? Call 1-800-332-1000 to speak with an epilepsy information specialist. The Epilepsy Foundation supports this show.
2: Native Voice 1, the Native American Radio Network.